Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Monday Bowls. How are we doing? Top of the morning to you. Top Andrew. of the morning to you, all of you. We are having a good time. Very yep. good to see you. Before and, we get started, uh, guys, make sure you smash that rumble button for everybody watching. Let's break that top ten again, everybody. Let's do it. Also, head on over to loudmajorityus.com. Sign up for our newsletter. Check out our shop. Pick up some great stocking stuffers for uh, Christmas. We've got our, uh, uh, we've got our, we the people are pissed off flag. In which everyone yes. seems to love. That's a that's a hot seller as well as the T-shirt and the hoodie. So pick those up for all of your fellow Republican family members. And uh, moreover, pick it up. Pick up some of these MAGA Republican hoodies for yep. all the people in your life who uh, who don't consider themselves MAGA Republicans just to piss them off. It's fun doing much that. Much the way my brother for my birthday last year. You, you know what he bought me? What did he get you? Obama's autobiography. Oh, there you go. Nice which, little gag uh, which gift. Was, uh, which was hilarious. I, I'm not allowed to say what I. I'm getting him for Christmas this year as a thank you. All I can say is that it's it, the art uh, of the deal. It uh, it, no, it's oh. quite. It's filthy. Oh, it's, uh, <laughs> and Kong right off the bat. <laughs> it rhymes with Phildo. Oh, well, oh boy, how oh, rhymes with Phildo? Is it? <laughs> yes, it rhymes huh. with Phildo. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, Kong right off the bat doing what he does. Also, we just got a uh, Trump 2024 flags in. Oh yes, so anybody we did. that wants to uh, grab those, like get your stocking stuffers ahead of time, make sure they're in <clears> by <throat> Christmas because I ordered a Team USA flag. A, a Team USA jersey, 13 days ago, through FedEx, and, uh, well, oh. I was not wearing that for the game uh, yesterday, and, uh, two days ago. And uh, this just in, narrator, the narrator, narrator, and just like that, the United States stopped caring about soccer <laughs> <Yeah>. again. <laughs> there I it mean, is. I mean, I'm still going to watch, but yeah, that's, that's I'm your, still going to watch. Your, Thank you so problem. much, Kong. It's okay. Thank you, Kong. Uh, we love it, and uh, thanks to everybody who's watching and listening right now. Uh, please hit the rumble button as we go. Now, I gotta talk, before we jump into our stories, I would admit to say this before in our last show, I can't tell if these Idaho cops either have the greatest police force of all time right, or they know absolutely nothing because there's not been a single thing to come out about these Idaho murders in, what, three weeks now? Like, it, it, it's unbelievable. Things move slow in Idaho. Well, but it's also the fact that like nothing's Good leaking. Good rhyme there. Nothing is leaking. Nothing is leaking. There's no sort of uh, who the hell knows what the hell's going on. Yeah, but uh, we have this. This is really funny when you see the left wing mainstream uh, sources, mainstream outlets start to tell the same story. You know something is up. Now, do you remember sixty minutes? Leslie Stahl, mm-hmm. remember the Hunter Biden laptop, sir. This is 60 Minutes. Yeah. Let me go to YouTube and see if I can pull that up. Sir, this is 60 Minutes. It's not verified, right? Leslie Leslie Stahl. It's not verified. Leslie Stahl. She not could have verified, verified it herself. Yeah. An older Leslie Stahl would have, uh, a younger Leslie Stahl would have Here it is. attempted to verify this, but we don't live in that world anymore. Uh, this is the Guardian. Let's see. Hold on. Let's, let me get this up here. I gotta put the route this the correct way. There it is. They say that we had hurricanes that were far worse than what we just had. With you, you could hear who it. Says that they say. You mean well, the people, people say. The people say that in the. Yeah, but what about night? the scientists who say it's worse than ever? This is uh, Leslie uh, Stahl. You'd have to show me the scientists because. They have a very big political agenda. Do you believe that the Russians interfered Russia. in the 2016 campaign uh, election? Well, election. I, they they meddled, but I think China meddled too. China. And I why think do you other say countries, China meddled too? And you too? want to know something? Why else? do you say China? Why don't you just say the you. Russians meddled? Because I think China meddled also, and I think frankly, China. This is, is a bigger problem. You're converting the whole Russian I'm thing. I'm not doing you anything. Are, I'm are. saying Russia. But Russia? I'm also saying China. Let's China. It. Let's make a big I'm going to run your answer, but you did it four times. I'm so. just telling you that you treated me much differently on the subject. I disagree, but I don't want to have that fight with you. Hey, it's right, okay. have another fight with you. Leslie, okay. it's okay. In the meantime, right. I'm president and you're not. <laughs> Professor Blasey Ford got before the... Oh, this is the... Uh, ...and was asked, what's the worst moment? She this said, is from four years ago. That was his first interview with yeah. uh, Leslie Stahl. I want to find the one with the laptop, but she did say that the laptop wasn't verified. She's yeah. a fake news artist. According to uh, the, the legacy media, as, as they are known on social media, uh, between ABC... NBC, regular Fox, CBS, MSNBC, and CNN. What do you think the total minutes were covered by the Hunter uh, by the uh, by the by the Twitter uh, zero? I'm gonna get uh, ten. 
all 10 minutes, it was were 10 minutes? by CNN. Oh. The uh-huh. other six, NBC, ABC, Fox, CNN, Fox, regular Fox. Yeah. ABC, NBC, Fox, CBS, MSNBC, zero minutes. So right now, if you just watch David Muir or, uh, or uh, Lester Holt, Yep. You have no idea that this no, happened. No idea. That's the, and that's the point. Most and people this is only, why Elon Musk is trying to take Twitter in the direction. He said it's going to render the conventional media irrelevant. Yeah, exactly. Because And look, what, what he said was, I'm going to piss off the 10% on the far left and the 10% on the far right. What? Oh no! It's just gonna do what it's gonna do. I'm not gonna. My hair is. My hair looks even worse than the hat looks. You put on a MAGA Republican hat. Uh, here we have. We don't have MAGA Republican hats, do we? No, not that. I'm not, that thing hurts. I can't put my earphones on with that. The ultra MAGA um, hats. Oh yeah, it does look funny. Here is this. Do you think that your tweets and your name calling are turning people off? No, I think I wouldn't be here if I didn't have social media. Well, but you the talk- media is fake, and frankly, if I didn't have social media. I'd have no way of getting out my voice. Do you know what you told me a long time ago when I asked why you keep saying fake media? Yeah. You said to me, I say that because I need to uh, discredit you so that when you say negative things about me, no one will believe you. I don't have to discredit you. But that's what you told me. You've discredited (laughs) yourself. You know, I didn't want to have the kind of angry. Of course you did. No, I didn't. Of course you did. No, I didn't. Well, then you brought up a lot of subjects that Well, I said were I'm going to ask you tough up. questions. They were inappropriately but brought up right from the beginning. No, your first question was this is going to be tough questions. Why? You don't ask Joe Biden. I saw your interview with Joe, the interview with I Joe Biden. I never did a Joe it Biden was a interview. Joke. The interview, 60 minutes. I see Joe Biden giving softball after softball. I've seen all of his interviews. He's never been asked oh, a question not, okay. that's hard. Okay, well, but I guess it never went up. No, but we were just staring at you. Excuse me, Leslie, you started with me. I was looking to see if I could find the it's not verified. Uh, Are you ready for tough questions? Are you? That's no way to talk. That's <laughs> no way to talk. I can't seem to find this interview. Maybe YouTube yeah. scrubbed it. Yeah, I don't know. But here's the deal. Uh, we have this uh, it's not verified excuse coming from Leslie Stahl, right? And now we have Politico and USA Today. Take this. Take a look at this. Elon Musk's Twitter files emails reveal internal struggle on handling of Hunter Biden laptop. Washington. Elon Musk promoted a series of tweets Friday that shows Twitter executives struggled with handling tweets surrounding a report on Hunter Biden's laptop before the 2020 presidential election as the company took steps to block it. This will be awesome, Musk, CEO of Twitter, wrote before the release of what he billed the Twitter files, a lengthy Twitter thread by journalist Matt Tape. Was it? How do you pronounce this guy's name? Matt Taibbi. Matt Taibbi. Detailing internal documents that Musk apparently fed Taibbi. Musk, who last month urged his followers to vote for Republicans, seemed to push the material to expose what he claims uh, is the political left mm-hmm. grip over big tech. Taby said that he had to agree to certain conditions to report on the story, but did not disclose what they were. Here's the key, the kicker. USA Today was unable to verify the authenticity of screenshots of emails and other documents that the that formed the bulk of Taibbi's reporting. The that, White House declined to comment. What a statement. There and I is. love the fact that he went to Matt Taibbi because there's like four journalists on planet Earth that I like. Tr- like when I see them do something, I go, okay, I trust it right off the bat. It's like him, O'Keefe, Glenn Greenwald, and uh, I don't know. Insert fourth name there. Yeah, but Matt Taibbi is just one of those. Uh, he's uh, he used to be at Rolling Stone. He's actually really good. Now he's just on Substack because apparently Substack is the only place that legitimate journalists can actually go to get the word out. So make sure you guys are on Sun. You know, I think I'm gonna get on Substack. I thought you were already there. I am. I wrote one and then I never wrote anything else. Oh, okay. I wrote about so the, you are uh, there. Yeah, I am there. But That's I'm, good. I'm not like there regularly. Gotcha. Gotcha. Ibrahim. Gotcha. There you go. Uh, so there's that first one. Now, you know, when the left starts to put these things, they kind of chum the water and see if they're going to bite, mm-hmm. you know, see if other fish bite and see if this is a narrative they're going to run with. So here's here's USA Today trying to discredit. They're trying to discredit uh, the Twitter files because they themselves were unable to verify the authenticity. So they're kind of hinting here that these might not be real. 
The Twitter files might not be real, so maybe we don't take them seriously. Uh, the emails focus on the debate within Twitter, whether censoring tweets promoting a 2020 New York Post story on Hunter Biden's laptop was the right call. The Post story provided sensitive information that news organizations, including USA Today, could not verify at the time. So here's USA Today going... We couldn't verify it at the time. We can't verify these now, but trust us, we have the right read on it. But if you thought this was just limited to USA Today, we bounce all over to Politico, or as Dan Bongino calls it, Bullshitico. Uh, again, the exact same headline. This will be awesome. Musk leaks Twitter's Hunter Biden files. Remember, USA Today, their headline was... I love how it says This will be awesome. I love Twitter how it files. Says leaks. Yeah. He didn't leak them. He owns the company. He put them out. He gave them a, to Matt. A leak Matt is like, you know... Taibbi. Uh, like, for you, oh, I'm a journalist and I have a source inside of a company. And they leaked it to me. In this, no, he, he's like, hey, I'm doing this. Elon Musk is stoking controversy on a new front, this time revealing sensitive internal deliberations at Twitter around Hunter Biden's personal computer files in the fall of 2020. On Friday evening, Twitter's new owner promoted a leak of documents on his personal account, just the latest sign that the tech billionaire continues to steer uh, to steer the platform in a direction more favorable to conservatives and libertarians. It's not a leak, it was a document dump, and we all know there's a difference between a dump and a leak. One smells far worse than the other. Uh, ahead of the midterm elections, Musk urged his followers to vote Republican. Last month, he reinstated former President Donald Trump's Twitter account after taking an informal online poll. The internal company discussions, which predate Musk's ownership, offer insight on the dissent and confusion inside Twitter as it responded to the New York Post reporting on Hunter Biden's files in the closing weeks of the last presidential campaign. Here comes the kicker. Politico has not independently verified the communications, which were given to Substack writer Matt Taibbi, a longtime critic of online censorship and mainstream media outlets. Taibbi unspooled portions of the leak in a lengthy Twitter thread on Friday night. So there's Politico now saying, well, you know... We haven't verified the authenticity of the Twitter files. So... Uh, you know, we're just going to cast some doubt on whether or not this stuff is real. Ladies and gentlemen, you see Yoel Roth come out. Yoel Roth was talking about how he didn't really feel it was proper, but maybe we have to do it. We know who the driving force was behind the censorship of the, uh, of the Hunter Biden laptop story. And yeah. we now know why that person started crying when Elon Musk took over Twitter, mm -hmm. and we also know, did you know, because the person that we're talking about is Vijaya Gade. Yes. Did you know that she has a position in the Biden administration? No. Or had one? Oh, yeah. What do you think Vijaya Gade is doing in the Biden administration? Would it shock you to know or to find out that she has a position inside of Homeland Security ah. combating Misinformation. It's unbelievable. And you know what's so funny about Vijaya Gade too, is that there's a certain level Vajaya. of is there's a certain level of arrogance. Vijaya sounds like something else that I tried to grab in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, there's a certain level of arrogance that comes with her because. No one would know who she was. Election had, had she not gone on Rogan with Jack Dorsey to argue with Tim Pool. So she was doing things that she were clearly wrong, were clearly violating the First Amendment. And she was so arrogant to think she would never get caught that she goes on what is the most popular show, not regionally, not in America, in the world, goes on the most popular show in the world and says, yeah, we're not doing anything wrong. Meanwhile, she no one would know. I mean, would you know who the lawyer and who the top lawyer at Twitter was if they were next to you in a coffee bean? Would you have any idea? Unless they went on a show that you know, I'm, I'm actually now I'm kind of curious how many views that interview with Rogan and Vijaya Gotti got because uh, let's see, Tim Pool. Yeah, the DNC who who gave to Twitter. Uh, accounts. One of them is James Woods, and now James Woods. Nine is, million viewers. James Woods is now suing the DNC, okay, because the DNC came in and 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 uh, had asked Twitter to take his account down. They did this to other accounts. Now Matt Tybee is also mentioning that this this did not just happen to right wing accounts. It's going to be very interesting to see how many people had their accounts taken down who show up. In these Twitter files, but Vijaya Gade, Vijaya Gade, 
absolutely 100%, we know it now, interfered in the 2020 election. Mm -hmm. When you get reports that 13% of people who voted in the 2020 election would have voted differently had they known the full story with regards to Hunter Biden's laptop, that means that Vijaya Gade, by herself, influenced 13% of the vote in 2020. Absolutely. And there it is. And there it is. I wish there was a way we could play some of these clips because, A, you, you, you'll like the title of this clip. Tim Pool exes Twitter executive if they take their cues from the Southern Poverty Law Center. Oh. Ah, we know all about them. Uh, let's see. Tim Pool exes Twitter executive at election meddling in U.S. law. That's a 14-minute long clip on YouTube. But you guys should watch that because I'm, I've seen this interview about two dozen times. And it is, it is unbelievable how... They can just come out and lie about it. And if you watch Jack Dorsey, he ba- it's, I think it's like a three-and-a-half-hour-long interview. He says like four sentences the entire time. So when they sit there and say that Jack Dorsey didn't know this was happening. He knew. I, 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 it's weird yeah, because she, answers all, she answers all the questions that, that Joe and Tim both have. And I think that it's almost like how, you know, if they ever end up, Going after the Clintons for anything they do, they're never going to get them. They're going to get some middling person that you've never heard of before. These people protect themselves in that way. Yeah, that's that's uh, you know, it's it's almost like I, I feel as though it were anyone to go down for this from the Twitter hierarchy, it wouldn't be Dorsey. It wouldn't be Vijaya God. It would be some low level. It needs level, to uh, be Vijaya. No, no, it needs to be. But it's going to be some low level programmer that you've never heard of. The same way, no one, only one guy went to jail after the whole Lehman Brothers collapse. Yeah. You know, just one guy. That's it. It's unbelievable. We go to the Twitter files now, uh, and we take a look at this screenshot. Uh, this is, uh, it, you can see the emails. There's the Trump campaign uh, reaching out, reaching out, touching me. Look at this. Touching, touching you. Resvajaya got a... Ba, 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 ba. Okay. Mike Hahn uh, to cstrom at twitter.com. Uh, Kaylee McEnany has been locked out from her account for simply talking about the New York Post story. All she did was cite the story in firsthand reporting that has been reported by other outlets and not disputed by the Biden campaign. I need an answer immediately on when or how she will be unlocked. I also don't appreciate, I think I'm, so, I'm sure it's supposed to say appreciate, how nobody, he's going to get a job at the Post Millennial soon, how nobody on this team called me regarding the news that you'll be censoring news articles, like I said, at least pretend to care for the next. <laughs> 20 days that's is that funny. coming from uh mike hahn of the trump campaign mm-hmm. and that's just the beginning of this i mean you see these emails that come out uh caroline strom writing uh anyone gonna take a closer look you're seeing uh Strom's note returned the answer that the laptop story had been removed for violation of the company's hacked materials policy this coming from elaine ong soto uh look they said hacked materials because that was the Alarm bell. Yeah. Remember when we said... But they admitted internally that it didn't even violate the hacked materials. And they admitted that it might not have. The hacked materials policy, according to their own website, is like put there for like, you know, revenge porn. Yes. And, or, you know, explicit photos. That's what it's there for. It's not for... And look, even if it was hacked... Does that mean it wasn't true? Here's a good exchange with regards to the hacked materials policy. This is a little... There we go. I'll bring that in there so we could read that a bit better. Let me just zoom, zoom that out. There it is. Let me bring that up to the top there. Okay. Uh, here is the email. Trenton Kennedy. I'm struggling to understand the policy basis for marking this as unsafe, and I think the best explainability argument, so again, explainability. We're just looking to explain this. Uh for this extreme, uh, for this externally would be that we're waiting to understand if this story is the result of hacked materials. We'll face hard questions on this if we don't have some kind of solid reasoning for marking the link of uh, unsafe. He tags Yoel Roth, uh, someone by the name of R. Summers, I Plunkett, uh, K. Rosborough. Katie Rosborough comes back, says, well, we mark similar stories unsafe, uh, and now throws a Fox News link in there because simply because it's about mm-hmm. the New York Post reporting, yep. they're going to mark it unsafe because they think it might have been hacked. Well, that's the Fox News fallacy. Many on the left believe that because it's on Fox News, it must be false. Here's Yoel Roth going back and forth with a few people here on uh, on Twitter. 
Yoel Roth, obviously the former head of safety and trust, the policy basis is hacked materials, though as discussed, this is an emerging situation where the facts remain unclear. Given the severe risks here and lessons of 2016, and this is, again, lessons of 2016, mm-hmm. did nothing happened in 2016. Now, I guess he's talking about WikiLeaks, which probably came straight from Seth Rich and not from the Russians. Uh, we're erring on the side of, an incl- uh, of including a warning and preventing this content from being amplified. So there it is. They're not, Yoel Roth says, and he was very clever in his his interview with uh, Katie Swisher the other day, that I didn't want it removed. I didn't want it removed. I didn't want it removed. But Yoel Roth right here says, we are not going to remove it. We're going to put a warning on it, but we're going to prevent it from being shared. Yeah. So at that point, you're going to need a million people to, to tweet it themselves. Individually. Because you can't share it. They were going to put it up. What is the warning? Here's Vijaya. What is the warning that will come up? When you click the link, you'll see the generic unsafe URL message. It references spam, malware, and violations of the Twitter rules. Not ideal, but it's the only thing we have. Here's Ian Plunkett. <laughs> Whatever we do in the comms, this will become a biased claim for Jack pre-hearing immediately. Let's make it clear we're proactively but cautiously interpreting this through the lens of our hacked material policy and allowing the link with the warning and significant reduction of spread. It's unbelievable the way they put their thumb on the scale with 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 some of these stories. And the fact that there were there were emails coming out about individual people being taken off Twitter, most notably James Woods. Yes. Jimmy Woods who I'm a, I'm a big fan of. I like even, James Woods. Even though he was the bad guy in John Q. Yeah, and he was uh, a shady character in Ray Donovan. Yeah. But he was good. He was good also at, great he was, actor. He was also the uh he was also the guy in Casino. Yeah, that uh, that De Niro threatens to have killed. But big fan of Jimmy Woods, both his uh, political persuasion and his movies, and the fact that they specifically asked for him to be taken down. Yep, just him, like just him. I, it's it. I, there was a list of a few others, but he was one of the highest profile. Oh guys. yeah, that, I mean, look, there is no. This is when 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 you heard Carl Bernstein talk about everything Trump did being worse than Watergate. This actually is worse than Watergate. This is worse. This is the worst abridgment of free speech in the history of this country. And it's not just the laptop. As you see Brandon uh, Borman's email that I'm going to pop on the screen right now. Brandon Borman says, to Ian's point, can we truthfully claim that this is part of the policy? Example, as part of our approach to addressing potentially hacked materials, we are limiting visibility of related stories on Twitter. Related stories, okay? While the investigation is ongoing. So it's not just the New York Post article. If you tweeted about it, Kaylee Mackin, and he lost the account. Fox News puts up an article citing the New York Post reporting. That story gets taken away. You know, so it was the spread of anything and everything relating to Hunter Biden and the laptop because they found a loophole Mm -hmm. to say that, oh, well, the materials might not be hacked. They might have been hacked. Here's Jim Baker. You know, Jim Baker, this guy has been in the news lately. Here's his story. I support the conclusion that we need more facts to assess whether the materials were hacked. At this stage, however, it is reasonable for us to assume that they may have been. It is reasonable for us to assume that they may have been. Well, I haven't gone outside yet lately today. I haven't gone outside. But it's reasonable for me to assume that it might be raining outside. Therefore, I'm going to bring all of my rain gear. Therefore, I'm going to say that, you know, it's reasonable for me to assume that it might be warm out there, even though it's December and it might not be warm out there. They're making complete and total assumptions on something they don't know. They're saying now caution is warranted. There are some facts that indicate that the materials might have been hacked. Might have been hacked. Yeah. While there are others indicating that the computer was either abandoned and or the owner consented to allow the repair shop to access it for at least some purposes, we simply need more information. So Jim Baker now is admitting in that email that there is that there is information on both sides of the scale here. That either it might have been hacked or it was abandoned in the computer store, which is what what it wound up being. But they only seem to allow one side of that thought process to prevail. And they took the story and they nuked it on Twitter, not just for a couple of months in the 2020 election. Mm. Folks, this happened for two years. They played this game. Well, it might have been hacked. Well, it might have been Russian disinformation. Well, it might have been this. Well, it might have been that. When really the only question should be, as I said before... Is it true? 
Who cares about all the other things? Maybe it was hacked. Maybe some fat kid in his, in his boxer sitting in his mother's basement found a way to hack into Hunter Biden's iCloud. Who cares? Who cares? Is, is it true? Did he do it? Right. Did 10% go to the big guy? That's, that should be the only question. That's all we need to That's know. That's all we need to, we know, need to know. Because look, how many how many people have gone down over the NSA hacking into their emails, hacking into their text messages, hacking into their phone calls? How many times has that happened? How many times has leaked information come out from the White House to hurt a president, any president, whether it be Biden, Trump, Obama, Bush? Doesn't matter. How many of us has leaked information come out that these social media platforms have had no problem putting up? And now we see why. We see that it's not the policy. It was done at the behest of the Biden administration. Here you go. And here's uh, Ro Khanna sending the email, generating huge backlash on the Hillary speech. Happy to chat if you're up to it. Best Ro. She sent that email to Vijaya Gade. Here is the response that she got uh, from Vijaya Gade shortly after sending that email. We'll put that up on the screen. Hi, Congressman Connor. Thank you for reaching out. We appreciate the heads up. We put out a clarifying thread of tweets earlier this evening to explain uh, what is this? What? He. Oh. Ro Khanna's a guy. Oh, Ro. Yes, that's right. Uh, thank you for reaching. Don't write it. Just say it. Oh, I didn't want to... Now is when you choose not to jump on a sentence. <laughs> Thank you for reaching out, and we appreciate the heads up. We put out a clarifying oh, thread of tweets right. earlier. <laughs> we put out a clarifying uh, thread of tweets earlier this evening to explain. I don't know why I thought Ro Khanna was a lady. I think because Khanna looks like a lady's name. Uh, this is to explain our policy around the posting of private information and linking directly to hacked materials. The press secretary's account was not permanently suspended. We requested that she delete the tweet containing material that is in violation of our rules and her account is restricted until she complies. I'd be happy to jump on the phone if, if helpful. My team in D.C., Jessica and Lauren, are copied here and are also available to discuss. So there's Vijaya Gade. That's a she. Yes. Yes. And Ro Khanna, that's a he. Yes. Uh, and Ro Khanna is the congressman for Silicon Valley. Yeah. So it, it, while he is reaching out as a congressman on a national level, he's also reaching out to a constituent of his being like, hey, uh, yeah, you guys really shouldn't do this. Yeah. No, and I, and I appreciate it. I appreciate it, too. Look, I don't agree with him on any on any of his on policy. Anything else. But you know what? It, 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 it takes balls to be the only one in the room going... Wait a minute, guys. This isn't okay. Right. This isn't all right. We need someone. This is uh, this is Rokana's uh, complete reply now to uh, Vijaya Gade. Uh, hope you're well, Vijaya. But this seems a violation of the First Amendment principles. If there is a lack, if there is a hack of classified information or other information that could expose a serious war crime, and the New York Times was to publish it, I think the New York Times should have that right. A journalist should not be held accountable for the illegal actions of the source unless they actively aided the hack. So to restrict the distribution of that material, especially regarding a presidential candidate, seems... That, and by the way, this is a candidate that Ro Khanna supports. Yeah. Right? So to restrict the distribution of that material, especially regarding a presidential candidate, seems not in the keeping of the principles of New York Times v. Sullivan. I say this as a total Biden partisan and convinced he didn't do anything wrong. But the story now has become more about censorship than relatively innocuous emails. Right, let's relax there. But, but <laughs> I mean, seriously. And it's become a bigger deal than it would have been. Yeah. It also is now leading to serious efforts to curtail Section 230, many of which would have been a mistake. I believe Twitter itself should curtail what it recommends or puts in trending news. And your policy against QAnon groups is all good. We agree on that as well. <laughs> it is a hard balance. But in the heat of a presidential campaign, restrict dissemination of a news of newspaper articles even if New York Post is far right seems like it will invite more backlash than it will do good please keep this communication between us and Jack Dorsey and no need to CC the team or forward it to them just wanted to offer my two cents and that is probably the most valuable input from a Democrat in this entire process yep. that we have seen or we will ever see and I appreciate it because you know what he's nothing he just said there other than the innocuous email part of it is wrong what he's basically saying is, if you censor this, you will just dry sand it. Let it out there. Let it take up two weeks of news cycle and let's move on. Yep. Which, frankly, may have happened. Yep. It might have happened if they just let it out. All right. 
The guy's a junkie. He bangs hookers. Now this is right, uh, like, but the fact this has been going on for two years now, and it's it's not stopping. This is here. You have uh, what's his name here? Uh, Zabo. Uh, Carl Zabo of the research firm NetChoice, which had already polled 12 mem- members of college, not, not college, Congress, nine Republicans and three Democrats from the House Judiciary Committee to rep Jody Chu's office. Lauren, yesterday NetChoice's uh, Chris Marchese met informally with nine Republicans and three Democratic House staffers to gather intel about Facebook and Twitter. And the New York Post story, the staffers helped from the House Judiciary Committee to rep Judy Chu's office. Uh, NetChoice lets Twitter know a bloodbath awaits in upcoming Hill hearings. Remember saying it's a tipping point, complaining tech has grown so big that they can't even regulate themselves, so government may need to intervene. Uh, Zabo reports to Twitter that some Hill figures are characterizing the laptop story as quote, text access Hollywood moment, which is a very good uh, comparison. And now here's the big one. This is Zabo uh, citing essentially uh, Democrat lawmakers' attitudes about how this was handled. This is probably the scariest thing, aside from the fact that Vijaya Gade put her finger on the scale. This is probably the scariest thing that comes from the Twitter files. Here's uh, Zabo's characterization of what the Democrats are saying. The Democrats, meanwhile, complain that the companies are inept. They let conservatives muddy the water and make the Biden campaign look corrupt, even though Biden is innocent. They link this to Hillary Clinton's email scandal. She did nothing wrong, but because so she did nothing wrong, right? She did. Hillary did nothing wrong with her emails, even though she had classified information on the server. Donald Trump had arguably declassified documents in Mar-a-Lago and the FBI raided his house. Very interesting to see that dichotomy. Uh, But the press wouldn't let the story go. It became a scandal far out of proportion. In their mind, social media is doing the same thing. It doesn't moderate enough harmful content, so when it does, like it did yesterday, it becomes a story. If the companies moderated more In other words, if they took more content down, if they censored more posts, if they they censored more speech, uh, so when it does, like it did yesterday, it becomes a story. If the companies moderated more, conservatives wouldn't even think to use social media for disinformation, misinformation, or otherwise. So they wouldn't think to use it for, you know, disinformation, meaning spreading spreading falsehoods, misinformation, meaning kind of innocently spreading falsehoods, or other things mm-hmm. like sharing information. Conservatives would, in other words, he's saying conservatives would be so disenfranchised, so disenchanted with social media that they wouldn't take to it, and it would be all for the left. The Democrats were in agreement. Social media needs to moderate more because they're corrupting democracy and making all, quote, truth Relative, when pushed on how the government might insist on that, consistent with first with the First Amendment, they demurred. The First Amendment isn't absolute. And the we, First and Amendment we knew it all along. isn't absolute. We knew it all along that that's exactly how they felt. That's exactly how. So they when felt. when you hear people say on, on on the Hill, you'll hear Elizabeth Warren and Matt Gates both say some version of uh, social media needs to be fixed. We need to fix Section Two Thirty. They're saying it for different reasons. Elizabeth Warren wants more censorship. Matt Gates wants less. So it, when we're going to hear about 230 reform, it's really going to come down to the, the devil's going to be in the details yep. on how these things get fixed because 230 does need to be reformed. Now, however, I am someone who believes that the Internet would not be the same without Section 230. Because it's been that way the entire time. So it's going to be very different to see how these sorts of platforms react if there is going to be uh, 230 reform. And basically, for anyone who doesn't know, Section 230 basically just distinguishes between a platform and and a publisher. publisher. So ideally, the way it's supposed to be is if you limit who can post on your page, on your site, like the New York Times. I can't write on the New York Times. They have to approve me to write. They are a publisher. Right. They decide who gets to write things on their site. And they decide what gets through the editing process. Yes. A platform is a YouTube, a Facebook, Twitter, Twitter Getter, True, Getter Craigslist. Right. Because the reason why that was put in is because a lot of people were sitting there on Craigslist and eBay, and they were selling fake crap, right. and people were going, they were, they were going to sue Craigslist. But you, and can't. It, but you can't because Craigslist goes. There's no way for it's not our job yeah. to make sure the stuff that they're selling isn't fake. I mean, how many comments do we have here? Imagine if LFA yeah. or the loud majority were responsible for everything said in this chat. Yeah. 
all day long. We would you would you would have to hire a team of people just to moderate comments, which is what happened at Twitter. Which is exactly what happened but at they Twitter. Had the team of people that they hired were wokesters. Mm-hmm. It was the Vijaya Gades. It was the Yol Roths. Well, that's it was why all of these things. It's interesting because he's talking about opening up another Twitter headquarters in Texas. Yeah. Which even if he does do that. The talent pool in which he will be picking from. Oh, they're going to be which more, will, will yeah. be more on the right. Just ba- as long as he doesn't put it in Austin, right? But geographically geog- speaking, there's more Republicans. Yeah, there than you Democrats. couldn't find a, a you couldn't find someone who believes like us in Silicon Valley in San Francisco to even hire from them, even if you wanted to, yeah. which they clearly don't want to do. But that adding that from Texas would be. I mean, imagine he imagine he did it in like Tallahassee. Uh-huh. Well, maybe not Tallahassee. Uh, 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 somewhere on the west coast of Florida. The west coast, like in the Panhandle region? Yeah. Like Matt Gates. Like, Matt Gates, yeah. like so- Florida one. Southern Alabama. <laughs> yeah. Southern Mississippi. Woo. Could you imagine what that would be? Well, I guess you can say whatever you want. Y'all can say whatever the hell you want to say on my platform. Oh, damn right. Free speech absolutist. That means I could call you anything I want to call fair, you. Fair, 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 fair. <laughs> uh, be a Matt- bunch of people walking into work dressed like Yosemite Sam. Matt- Ooh, I hate that rabbit. <laughs> uh, Matt Tybee says it's been a whirlwind 96 hours for him. There's much more to come, including answers to questions about issues like shadow banning, boosting, follower counts, the fate of various individual accounts, and more. These issues are not limited mm-hmm. to the political right. I will. I would. I would expect to see the issues not limited to the political right. However, ha- heavily slanted against. The political right. As this goes on, uh, you saw the donations and all of the uh, the sentiments that mm-hmm. were in a lot of what Matt shared uh, throughout this process, and it was heavily slanted against folks like us. Yeah. So uh, it was, a, I believe, a very revealing uh, expose, a very revealing dump. Yep. I would say, not a leak. Leaks and dumps are different. We know that, uh, you know. So it was a very revealing process. Very, and I, I applaud Elon Musk for doing it. Uh, I'm happy he's still alive. And, uh, and if you I'm, have, we live in a world know. where you have to tweet out, "I'm not suicidal," just in case anybody's curious. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a world funny. with the Clinton in it. Yeah, so. that's it. There you go. We had to do it when we went to Hillary Clinton's house. Before we get to the read, guys, yeah. tonight at 8 p.m. Uh, on, over on Instagram, me, Mike Crispy, Anna Perez, I think you might jump on. I might jump on. Another friend of ours might jump on. Uh, we're going to be doing like an hour-long Instagram live, just kind of being silly and having some fun with all the LFA hosts. So uh, if you guys want to shoot that, uh, give us a follow over there at the real Kevin Smith forty five, uh, or Mike Crispy, or Anna Perez. Any of us, we're going to be uh, jumping on there, having some fun tonight. Having, on some, the, uh, having a little Instagram. bit of fun tonight. Once again, it's Instagram at the real Kevin Smith forty five, because Silent Bob had to take all of my Instagram handles. Yes. So now I have to add things at the beginning, things at the end. The real Kevin Smith forty five. We're going to have a little bit of fun. So here he goes. The uh, the Tackwright mini saw. Gotta love this thing. Uh, the Tackwright mini saw. This thing is awesome. We love it. Uh, I would I would uh, appreciate it if you check their website out. Um, due to extremely high demand, there's only a hundred orders left. So this thing is uh, this thing is is rocking and rolling. And if you could see here, uh, the Tackwright mini saw. As you can see right here on your screen, it fits in the palm of your hand. Check it out. The last time we showed this product to the audience, it sold out in under 24 hours, and it was out for three months. Now it's back in stock, and it's ready for holiday shipments. The question everyone is asking is, like, why does it sell out so quickly? And, you know, the reason why is because it's senior-friendly. It fits in the palm of your hands. It's easy to use. Uh, it's just, I don't know. I want I want one of these. I'm thinking I'm going to get one. The Tackwright Mini Saw right here. Uh, why does it sell out so quickly? It's because it's affordable. It's senior friendly. It's a mini chainsaw which thousands of Americans are in love with. It can be operated with just one hand. It can help you trim your trees two times faster with much less effort. The mini saw is Big Tool Company's worst nightmare. They have been trying to hide the mini saw from the everyday consumer and have even banned it in big box retail shops. Big Tool is threatened by this device and its potential to cut into profits. Update, the mini saw is on sale today with a 50% off and free shipping promotional discount to new customers. Claim your discount at TACRITLFA.com. That's T-A-C-R-I-G-H-T-L-F-A, Lima, Foxtrot, Alpha, uh, dot com. You got to love it. Uh, the time is running out. 
time is running out. You see the clock is ticking. It's like the debt clock. Look at Cheryl M., a 41-year-old female, and this saw is amazingly easy and enjoyable to use. I was able to easily turn uh, broken or dead limbs from our recent freeze into usable firewood. Definitely recommend. We love you, uh, Cheryl M. So get on there, Tackright LFA. Tackright uh, LFA.com. Pick up the mini saw. It's incredibly exciting, and it looks like a lot of fun to use. So I'd I love that big, that big tool. Big tool. Big tool. That's fantastic. Talking about Paul Ryan. You know, we were sitting here talking before about how much time the traditional press has covered the Hunter Biden story, and well, we got none of it. No. Which is almost hard to believe, this from the Washington Examiner. Trust in the media is at an all-time low. This from Paul say. Bedard. You wouldn't say. Yep. Uh, I love Paul Bedard. Yeah, the media are losing more and more money and staff. The support and trust the public puts in journalism are also disappearing. In the latest sign that the press is on life support, a new survey reports that public trust in the media is at an all-time low. Uh, the INI... And uh, TIPP poll says that 61% have no trust in traditional media, such as the Washington Post, New York Times, NPR, CBS News. I love how they just pick out CBS News as opposed to ABC. Or yeah, uh, that that's always sir. Ex- it's that's not always verified. exciting. Only 12% of the 1,359 respondents trust the media a lot. This is 60 minutes. That's unbelievable. If yeah. we, if we go all the way up, 32%. Trust the media a lot. How many yeah. trust the media a lot? 12%. Oh, my God. 12%. 6% that are not sure. I don't Oof. know how the hell that's possible. But uh, where am I here? The, all these pop-ups. The trust data are mainly elevated by just one group. Democrats uh, said the survey of the 1,359 adults, a majority of Democrats, 54%, say they trust big media outlets versus 42% that say they don't. That compares with a relatively tiny 15% of Republicans who trust the media compared to 81% who say they don't. That's unbelievable. The fact there are 15% of people who still trust the New York Times a lot. Uh, But alternative media, including center-right outlets, aren't in a good place either, a sign that all media are in trouble. Some 64% have little or no trust in these platforms either. In short, the media in a highly competitive commercial market for news and information have a serious problem. Their customers and potential customers Customers no longer have confidence that they can do their job, said the analysis. Only traditional media trusts are at an all-time low, likely driven in part by the election in a month that the trust scale shot shot straight down. Elon it, it, Musk it, came out and said something earlier on Twitter. Well, it is wild to see how much the the all media has even. I mean, when they say traditional media or non-traditional media, they don't say, however, what is non-traditional media Yeah, because I have to assume that that is your particular whatever site you may go to, whether it's, you know, the Young Turks or or Pod Save America or the Daily Wire because people with with such a, 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 a... an oversaturated media atmosphere ecosystem, you can really go to the people that you want to go to. It's not like in the 60s where you only had three choices. Mm. You only had one newspaper. Well, here's Twitter. Elon Musk saying uh, this was on December 3rd. This was the day after the Twitter files dropped. Uh, The more Twitter improves its signal-to-noise ratio, the less relevant conventional news becomes. Mm -hmm. And it's true. And, And this is, by the way, this is the way I've been using Twitter for years. I've been going on if like let's say uh, I'm having a signal issue on my phone like I, I'm not getting service you know I will see if it's me or if it's a massive outage let's say in the area from T-Mobile I'll go to Twitter and I'll go in the search bar and just write T-Mobile down now T-Mobile is such an unreliable service to begin with that usually people are <laughs> tweeting that every day but if it's a massive thing they'll go in the New York area T-Mobile's down da 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 or the account will tweet about it if a building goes on fire mm-hmm. in Chicago Right, you'll get somebody taking a picture of that building, posting it to Twitter and saying there's an apartment fire at this address on this cross street, blah blah blah, before any mainstream news outlets. Back when I would, you know, back I want to say 2012, 2013, 2014, on Twitter, you were getting more accurate, and this is this is how it really, you know, came to be with with weather Twitter and all of those. You were getting a lot of updates on. Like like in real time mm-hmm. on weather on Twitter before you would turn on the Weather Channel and get your local on the eights sports in the early two thousands two thousand six two thousand seven two thousand eight two thousand nine you know up until you know Adam Schefter 
Everyone wanted to follow Adam Schefter on Twitter and get the notifications because anytime something, or John Heyman in baseball, yeah. anytime something happened, those guys would tweet it before it wound up on the radio, before it wound up on ESPN. Mm-hmm. And so that was the way, that's where it kind of started. It started to break news that way and it became a double-edged sword because sometimes news breaks and it isn't true and people run with it and and it goes berserk and goes viral and it's not a true story so you have to be able to as a person be the independent arbiter of truth and non-truths you know fiction fact and fiction but i used i've been using twitter like this for years and now that we have these things right which take high quality photos four to eight to 12k videos you don't even have to worry about a a quality problem where well you know if cbs news gets themselves down to the scene they'll get a nice high resolution this does it all so when you're on the street you see something wild happening on the streets of new york city and you want to break it as news Mm -hmm. or put it up you've got it it's on your phone everyone's got one that's why when there's a subway attack you see all the idiots filming instead of helping instead of doing they put it on twitter but the point is twitter can break news Twitter can be a disseminator and a and a and a and a hub for news. And if Elon Musk is going to be taking because this app needs to evolve, the platform needs to evolve. The days of text posts going up and going viral and that being the big appeal to Twitter, those days are really those best days are really behind it. It's got to be a, a place for content, for meaningful content. And I believe that if e- I think Elon Musk wants that for Twitter, I mm-hmm. believe he wants it to be a news source, a place not just for storytelling and fun, but there's a segment of Twitter that can be serious and get information out quicker and more efficiently than the mainstream media. And he's right. The more Twitter takes its signal to noise ratio, the more we're able to, to filter what's real and what's fake. On Twitter, the better we become, the better the platform becomes, the worse the the conventional news's outlook becomes in terms of their survival. Twitter will not, uh, the, the mainstream media will not be able to survive if Twitter evolves the way Elon Musk is talking about it evolving. And that is why the mainstream media is not going to touch the Hunter Biden stuff. It's not even that they're sympathetic to the left. This is a direct threat on their existence. Well, I think it's also the fact that's why you've seen so much news go to commentary. I mean, if you look at any of the news channels, whether it's CNN, MSNBC, Fox, the top-rated shows are not their news shows. No. They're their commentary shows. Whether it's Tucker or The Five or Rachel Maddow or Don Lemon, it's, it's personalities. And very few of these people can carry their own personality on their own. I would say Tucker and Hannity... Maybe yeah. are the only ones that can carry it on there. I mean, the five, I, I like the five. But there's five of them. But there's five of them. Yeah. You know, nobody's tuning in to see the, the Judge Janine Pirro show. Right. You know what I mean? Gutfeld, even his comedy show, has five people on yep. it. People are tuning in to see what people they like think, not the news of the day with, with Brett Baer or Neil Cavuto or uh, or any, any of those. I mean, I... You know, I think they do a good job, Neil Cavuto, if you're into the market. But no one's tuning in for that. They're tuning in to the commentary shows. And then they wait for the people they trust online, you know, the, the journalists online, to let them know when news breaks. Because I got news, Jack Posobiec is two days before it's ever on Fox. Oh, yeah, always. He's you always know, way out in front, especially with it. the Chinese protests and 100%. stuff like that. 100%. So if he you want to so good with that. If you want to know news, there are probably people that you follow on Twitter, on Truth, on whatever platform it may be, that will break a story long before you ever see it on the best cable news shows. Hannity Tucker. Yeah, Elon Musk says more smoking guns are coming. He did something called a Twitter space. I guess that's just like you get in there and talk. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's almost like a it's like a radio show. Hmm. On uh on Twitter, they've had it for a while. That's interesting. It's 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 weird. I may have to look at that. That'd be kind of fun. Uh, this is uh, Elon Musk saying he's not suicidal. He feels good. Um, pretty funny uh you know kind of jesting at the or poking and uh jabbing at uh what the left likes to do which is kill their political opponents um will be interesting because the twitter files dropped on friday so our mainstream or not mainstream but our our like the bonginos and the shapiros mm-hmm. of the world who do monday through friday stuff uh this will be their reaction to that today um so i'm excited to see you know kind of Everybody's how some takes. of those have some of those takes knowing that we did it before they did which is kind of cool uh not not because we're 
better, but because we are on earlier. Because our show's on earlier. But no, but seriously, you know, it's nice to know. Because, you know, I like getting on early because then they can't accuse us of just stealing whatever Ben Shapiro or Dan Bongino says. Yeah. You know, we're, we're on at the same time he's on, so it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, we've, decided, we've decided to program against Crowder. <laughs> Crowder, yeah. Which great. Is, you know. Yeah. Eh, well, yeah. it's it's good. Hey, we're look, doing well. I'm still in mug club. So. We're doing well here. <laughs> uh, 363 Rumbles, folks. Hit the Rumble button on the way out oh, if you can. Hey, real quick. With, uh, we're we'll, going to get to this one tomorrow, we'll, too, we'll, before we we'll get to We'll go over that. it tomorrow, but apparently Harmeet Dillon has decided to challenge Ronald McDaniel for the RNC chair. No. Love Harmeet Dillon. I really do, but you're going to lose. Yeah, because Lee you're Zeldin's going to win. to Lee Zeldin. Yeah. What? So now, there's, of, now there's four people in the uh, five people in the race. Been a lot of questions about Harmeet, by the way, in terms of where her allegiances truly lie, um, because of uh, this Barbour character she keeps parading around. Barbour. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I think Harmeet's good. Yeah, I think Harmeet's good, but she uh, she is the head of the. Uh, see, I worry about Harmeet Dillon being. Oh, we'll go over it tomorrow. She kind of because of what her current role is. Didn't do too well with Arizona, but there's not really much you could do. Yeah. You know? No, no, because of what her current role is with the RNC. Yeah. It may be more of the same, but we'll go over that tomorrow. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Kind of like not as much change. She's a yeah. smart person, though, Harmeet Dillon. She's head of the California Republican Party. Right. So uh, how Kevin is, McCarthy. So how is that different than Kevin McCarthy? Right. How is that different from Kevin McCarthy? It's not. Because that's the answer. Plus, also, I'm, I'm hoping a- that Harmeet Ronda. Yeah. Yeah. Is like like a good running back. Yeah. Lee Zeldin finds it in yeah. daylight and hit into the, the end zone. Boom. Hit pay dirt. Because Zeldin is someone who actually wants to. First of all, Zeldin's love for Scott Pressler tells me that, you know, uh, he's at least going to try to evolve the party and be more competitive and, yeah. and work a little harder, you know, which is nice. Uh, also, tomorrow, we, we may get to it. Uh, we got to it on our earlier show today, uh, Loud Majority US, rumble.com slash Loud Majority US. Uh, there's a Satan Club. That is being started in a Virginia primary school, primary school ages five to seven, a, an after school Satan club. Uh, so for anybody who, again, wanted to tell me on Twitter or Instagram or anywhere to just calm down about this on a Disney program. Uh, no, there's now a club uh, being founded literally by the Satanic Temple. Um, and it's not the only club in the country that has these after-school Satan clubs. So we'll get to that tomorrow as well because I know that will strike a nerve with the audience and get everybody fired up. But thanks for uh, watching. Thanks for listening again yep. today. Once again, guys, tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern on uh, Instagram. Instagram Live. It's going to be uh, me, Mike Crispy, Anna Perez, Sean will be jumping on. We're going to have another – I think we're going to have another special guest, the wildest person on the Internet. Yes, uh, potentially, potentially, that'll be pretty cool. Uh, but uh, yeah, come on Instagram, that'll be fun. We'll have a little, we'll have a little fun tonight. I'm gonna try that Twitter Spaces thing out. I never, I never did those before. I'm gonna see what, what that's all about. Spaces, I don't know. Spaces. So, so uh, hey, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Hit the Rumble button on the way out. Make sure you're subscribed to the channel, rumble.com slash LFA TV. Also, uh, LFATV.us, the website. We're on Roku TV. We're on Fire Stick. There's the LFA TV app. We're almost at 39,000 mm-hmm. subscribers here on Rumble. So let's uh, let's keep going. 38.9. So we're about, about 100 away. Let's keep doing it. Let's keep uh, subscribing. Keep sharing it. Take the link. Post it all over the place. And uh, get everybody into the LFA family. Thanks so much for watching. Thanks for listening. And uh, let's hit that rumble button on the way out. We'll be be back tomorrow, same time, same place, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. right here on rumble.com slash LFA TV. Until then, stop complying with any unlawful mandates and madness if you still live in a state where those things exist. And as always, folks, stay loud.